King Charles diagnosed with cancer. The news was announced at approximately 6pm on the 5th of February 2024 as a statement from Buckingham Palace. During the King's recent hospital procedure for benign prostate enlargement, a separate issue of concern was noted. Subsequent diagnostic, diagnostic tests have identified a form of cancer. His Majesty has today commenced schedule of regular treatments, during which time he has been advised by doctors to postpone public-facing duties. The statement triggers an enormous media reaction. The BBC inevitably switches from extended news coverage of two other gruesome stories to this even more headline-dominating news. Put bluntly, the news can be and was summed up in a headline. King Charles diagnosed with cancer. What sort was not immediately revealed. Royal commentators, always on alert, were summoned up to talk endlessly with little news but free reign to share their copious opinions. This can be summed up in one emotion. Shock, one said, then finding a large number of other words to camera. He, the king, is a man of courage and strength. Difficult to discuss the cancer when we don't know what sort. Then go on to discuss different kinds of cancer. The king is praised by the Royal College of Physicians for his openness. Other commentators remarked he was a great thinker, a spiritual man. And the news that his son Harry is coming to see him, something of an olive branch. Knowing Prince Harry on the way would be a consolation for him. The Commonwealth view Real blow, he will be unable to make long journeys. Hints at some less than total commitment from some members who might have been devoted to the late Queen. Euphemism here for public statements over the heritage of empire for countries around the globe. The rest of the family are going to step up, we learn. The king loves his son and his son loves his dad. Harry is dropping everything. Level of interest around the world is enormous, but anxiety is creeping in. Social media, as might be expected, provided a wider range of reactions, and they were less universal. There were heartfelt messages of support. However, the following five posts were typical of a sense that the reporting had been misguidedly extended and for some rather psychophantic. Dear BBC News, King Charles ain't dead yet. You've reported he has cancer. We wish him well. Move on. Unsure why we get a double whammy of Nicholas Witchell and expletive deleted anything else happening to the plebs in this country. I'm no royalist, but obviously as a human, I genuinely wish him well. However, to spend 30 minutes on this repeating the same news and ignore everything else happening in the world was disappointing. Dead cat, anyone? Apparently, is there's no other news. I'd like to think that Charlie would be a bit embarrassed about all this fuss. And later, 
what the tweeter introduced as a reminder from his recent coronation. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, High and Mighty, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, the only ruler of princes, who dost from thy throne behold all the dwellers upon earth, most heartily we beseech thee with thy favour to behold our most gracious Sovereign Lord, King Charles, and so replenish him with the grace of thy Holy Spirit, that he may always incline to thy will and walk in thy way. Endue him plenteously with heavenly gifts. Grant him in health and wealth long to live. Strengthen him that he may vanquish and overcome all his enemies. And finally, after this life, he may attain everlasting joy and felicity. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The programmes continue until 9pm. There is still no other news on the BBC. The first item on the 9pm news programme, The King's Cancer. Underneath further breaking news, well wishes to the King. King starts cancer treatment. The next morning, Tuesday the 6th of February. The morning mainstream media. The Metro. King has cancer. The Times, the King has cancer. The Express, King starts treatment for cancer. The Guardian, King's Charles diagnosed with cancer, Palace says. The Eye, King Charles diagnosed with cancer. The Mail, Charles is so grateful they caught it early. Subhead, he is hugely positive about health battle as Harry flies in to be with his father. The Mirror, King's Cancer Shock. The Star, King Chaz, I Have Cancer. The Financial Times, US Private Equity Boosts Dividends by Piling on Debt as Borrowing Costs Ease. 7am. BBC Five Live introducing other news alongside the King's Cancer. In sport, it reports a brilliant hat-trick by young Manchester City player Phil Foden, followed by a one-minute commercial for The Apprentice Show. BBC News Breakfast. Mostly a rehash of yesterday evening's King's Cancer News. Buckingham Palace announcement, Harry returns to see his father. Bridges are being built. Family now sharing King's engagements. Tributes are pouring in from around the world. We learn descriptions of types of cancer and treatment. We're reminded that Prince William is resuming duties after his wife, Kate, coincidentally had surgery at the same time and same medical centre as the King. The platitudes are mounting up. Business of the country is continuing without missing a brief the correspondent said. The family will step up. The palace has been open. We live in a more open society. Cancer is one of the great levellers. His health is the number one priority. By 7.30 in the morning, Rachel Burden of Radio 5 re-enters the world of politics and interviews the Prime Minister. But that's another story. Or is it? BBC then headlines the fact that Shunak reveals the one fact which is later seized upon by a small army of commentator pundits. 
The cancer has been caught early, which is a very good thing. Throughout the morning, news reports have little new to say, but they say it with great solemnity and repetition. A few personal reflections. As national broadcaster, the BBC has a time-honoured place in reporting events of national importance. In darkest days, the radio announcer would utter the words, This is London, on rare occasions. I have the impression that the BBC, the British Broadcasting Corporation, reacted in its traditional role, but in today's very different world. For some listeners and viewers, it was interpreted as quaintly old-fashioned and deferential and, well, corporate. A rather earnest agenda was being pursued. It repeatedly emphasised how cancer touches every family in the land and the world, that the suffering of a cancer diagnosis is shared by royals and their subjects alike, that we are all alike, albeit as one hymn puts it, In this world is darkness, so let us shine, you in your small corner and I in mine. And for some, the message just didn't seem to work anymore.